transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Prepare to have your bones chilled and your hairs raised. It's the Whack Arnold's Brothers Podcast. Welcome home. There it is. And there it goes. It's uh, it's been a hot minute. It has since it the has. last recording. Uh, don't know how better to preface it. Life changes have happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we just had to kind of skip a beat there. But yeah, I am very glad to say that we are back with the. <laughs> I think is this the is this the last movie out of the ten movie run that we started what seems like forever ago? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes it is. <laughs> Jesus. The gauntlet was thrown down and now it finally hits the fucking ground over here. Okay, so this is uh this is Actually, I think a really fucking great, like, it's a hilarious movie. Graduation Day, 1981. It, it, it's your, it's your like, typical slasher fair. You know yeah, what I mean? for sure. <laughs> um, but it does have some interesting cast members. Okay, so it's directed by Herb Freed, who I've never heard of. Um, <clears throat> the guy that plays Coach George Michaels, uh, he was in Pieces in City of the Living Dead. Uh, oh. We have Lene Quigley, who plays the character Dolores. Um, she needs no introduction, but she there was actually a different girl that was originally supposed to play Dolores, oh. but she wouldn't do the nudity, so they recast her. But what's interesting is there's a scene near the end. It's like the climactic uh, scene at the end where you mm-hmm. see a woman's severed head. Yeah, and it's it's not Lene. Qu- it doesn't look like Lene Quigley because it was the original actress. They shot that scene first. Oh, whoa. That's uh, funny. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. We got the lady that plays Blondie, uh, EJ Peeker. She was apparently in Hello, Dolly. Um, <laughs> and the most ridiculous one, I don't know if you noticed this, but Vanna White is in this movie. Dude, I <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> that's just so random, dude. I've never. Super random. I didn't even know Vanna White did anything outside of Wheel of Fortune, you know? Yeah, like, I don't, I guess I need to, like, read our, read her, like, story, but I was just blown <laughs> away by that. I was like, what? Yeah, dude, that's fucking crazy. She plays this, like, kind of, like, shit heel, like, a uh, popular girl, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, this, uh... I, I just, I mean, like, I gotta say, this movie had a very... unique intro out of the movies that we've watched at least uh because like i love oh my god dude so i drive like you you like at the beginning of this movie it's like a montage of track of track me right it's also a uh another uh trauma team release which uh, yeah but yeah 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 as soon as those yeah those credits (laughs) queued up trauma here we come uh yeah it's like it was just so funny to me i was like oh my god this track montage is just what a fucking <laughs> wild way to open this damn movie uh and it has this like ripping fucking song playing behind yeah. it, you know but yeah there's like there's like this guy like like throwing a shot putt <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
dude. The I, slow motion hurdles was fucking yeah. ridiculous. I was like, I made it. I was like, I was like, I've never seen slow motion hurdling in a fucking horror movie. I've so you know checkpoint for unique, I guess. <laughs> like, but yeah, I'm trying to think if I've seen that before. It's a good point. It was, it was like, so funny, and but then to top it off, the dramatic moment of this whole sequence was so fucking ridiculous to me, dude. So. <laughs> oh my god like i'm blinking on her name now what's her name laura laura is like in the race of her lifetime right coach is like you can fucking do it in under 30 seconds and like <laughs> you know, and and like blam like you know she's like it's like it's like a, i don't know 200 meter 100 meter sprint whatever the fuck but she's like sprinting down the track and i swear to god the shots of her sprinting intermixed with like the shots of the fans intermixed with like everything it took it felt like it took so fucking long i was like there's no way this is 30 seconds <laughs> but <laughs> I was just like, maybe it's just I, I didn't expect her to, one, you know, win the race, but two, uh, die at the end of it. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. So like, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, my God, did this movie's going for yeah, it? Yeah, she just she just collapses, yeah, she just collapses and dies. And we see one of the um, members of the track team, uh, sort of hold her in his arms uh as mm. she dies and seems to be you know distraught by it um and yeah then it goes to a, yeah and then you're just kind of like goes to a black screen and the next thing we know we're picking up with uh her uh her sister her older sister Anne, um who and i apologize i am still getting over this cold that i've had for like almost oh man two weeks uh but we follow up with her older sister Anne, who is a naval officer who is returning home to participate in a, a high school graduation ceremony where her sister Laura is going to be honored? Yeah, man. And uh, you know, for some <laughs> uh, for some reason, she's hitchhiking, right? Or, you know, to the to the village. There's this really odd scene where, like, the driver who's wearing like a kerchief. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like. He makes some weird comments, like 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 one of them was like, "Did you hear about those two Navy girls or whatever? I think they're real, real lesbians or something like that." And then he tries to like make a pass at her and grab her leg, but you quickly yeah. find out that Anne don't play around, man. Like, yeah, he he goes, he goes, uh, "What cat got?" He puts his hand on her on her thigh and says, "What cat got your tongue? I've got plenty of tongue for both of us." <laughs> what is <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then she then he yeah he uh oh what's better what's better is when um she tells him to move his hand he says give a guy a break i'm a taxpayer <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's like <laughs> oh what the fuck it's so <laughs> anyway so you know, as Anne thwarts these uh, attempts, right. you you get to town and and you spot she spots like this person running. Well, uh, Paula is her name. Yes, and Paula is running, jogging. Uh, yep, jogging. Yes. Uh, I, I I don't I don't I don't uh, study track and field, so I don't know the difference between jogging and running. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm a layman. Well, <laughs> Wait, but that's more casual. She's got headphones on you. Yogging. Anyway. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I'm getting my own head about that. So she's uh, so Paula's Paula's running by and Caesar has the guy pull over early and he gets like upset about that too. Like, yeah. But you told me some wherever else. But you like at first I thought like Anne was gonna follow Paula, but mm-hmm. but basically you just as a viewer start following Paula on her path. Yeah. And she's running through like you know kind of like a scenic part of a park or some shit. Yeah. And, she, yeah. She takes like a some sort of like path into the woods. You know. Yeah. Running cross country, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> some good. Up. Some good practice. Yeah. Uh, but you sort of like a little bit into it, you know, like again, she has these like big old headphones on like radio headphones. They're honking. Or some shit. Yeah. They're fucking huge. Um, but then you see this like mysterious, like, you know, gloved hand, uh, with a stopwatch <laughs> and it like clicks on the stopwatch and all of a sudden, you know, like you get these shots of it, like looking at the, at the stopwatch and running up on Paula and uh, eventually, Paula and and this mystery person collide. You know, mm-hmm. um, where he like rips her headphones off and like, oh yeah, that's right. Like the slash, like you get this slash of a knife and it like splatters blood onto the camera, uh, which I thought was kind of cool. Always then, cool, yeah. And then, but like the shot of her like sliced neck or whatever was kind of a little weak sauce, if you ask me. Okay. Okay. There's some there's some cooler things in this movie. I'll say. Yeah, I would I'll agree. I mean, but, I, I feel like a lot of times it, it's like you can go t- two two ways. You can either have the first kill be like pretty spectacular, mm-hmm. but I think in the most cases it's like the first kill sometimes is like the most lackluster, and then they build from there. But but it is kind of like a a, a, a toss up because there might be some people that see the first kill and they're like oh you know that was pretty lame and then like turn the movie off or mm. sometimes it might be harder to lead off with the spectacular kill because then you're like where do you go from there you know that's the way i look at it yeah i feel like personally i'm i i like the uh the second of those two options where it's like do something a little or wait i said that wrong i like the idea of doing like something little at first and right. building yeah because you're absolutely. you're absolutely right if you do something too huge like it sort of peters out unless you're Ar- unless you're argento oh and- yeah fair enough <laughs> there are always ex- the exception argento man um, anyway but the funny so- thing was about this kill that got me was like the, there was like there, there was like a massive maybe not massive there was like a just gratuitous shot of like her the ass. dead girl's ass like yeah, right yeah. afterwards i was like what are we doing like right now <laughs> but yeah and then, you know, it cuts to, like, you know, later on and, uh, you know, it's like graduation time. So it's like a rehearsal. Obviously, yeah, the movie is called Graduation Day. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you kind of, like, come up on the track team and they're, like, getting ready to take their yearbook photo or some shit or, the gra- you know, whatever, the graduation yeah, photo yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But there's some animosity amongst the crew, you know. It seems like like uh, coach is like whatever. Fucking Paula's not here. Let's take the photo. Uh, 
some people are like, let's wait for Paula. And then there's that yeah. one. Who's that fucking cur- like the curly haired kid who like calls coach out? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. He says, uh, uh, he he says something about he questions the coach about them ma- making it through the season alive. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's like, did you plan for all only one of us or like all of us to make it through live? It was oh, so that's snarky, right. That's dude. Right. It was so snarky. But did you notice that when they took the photo, he had his like hands around like the person in front of him's neck? It was like, uh, I don't know. There's a lot. There, there's a couple different points in this movie where they. Uh, there's like trying to establish a couple red herrings and there's yeah. more that happened later, but I, I didn't notice that now. Yeah. That was funny. Um, but you know, but like, we, yeah, where do we go from here? We, we, we follow up with Anne who, um, arrives at home to see her mom. Um, and we get introduced to her mom's boyfriend, Ronald, who is oh my God. one of the biggest, biggest pieces of shit you'll ever meet. Dude, that um, is, yeah. Ronald is a fuck and a half, you know? Yes, I mean? he is. <laughs> yes, he is. Oh, yeah. But what's like, what's like the first thing fucking Ronald says to her? Like, it's like, it's like immediately offensive, right? Like, something about, oh, fuck, oh, I forgot. I remember. It was like, he was like, wow, she's in the fucking Navy. She's a naval right. officer. Like, right. He just walks down the stairs and goes, maybe she should go back to China or wherever she go just back came to from. Guam. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. And then, it, and then, it, and then, yeah, she like wants to stay in her old room, but Ronald turned it into a dark room. So her mom tells her she can stay in her dead sister's room, you know? Which fucking Christ, dude. Like, the what a, like, I don't know how I'd feel about that. I just, I, I would be like, I don't, maybe I'll just take the couch. <laughs> and then she's also kind of, um, there's a moment where she goes into the room, um, and she sets her stuff down and now oh she's going God. through her clothes. We see a, a black pair of gloves and her belongings. Yeah. So it's kind of like red herring for her too, where, you know, yeah. but then he, Ronald comes in <laughs> <laughs> and this is like, he, he's this grown man. Right. And he comes in and he's upset that Anne is getting the trophy and not him. <laughs> like you, like he, he he calls her a self-centered bitch and oh that he should God. slap some mind into her. And he's like, this is how a grown man reacts to it. Like, it's crazy to me. It's like, that's nuts, a, man. Yeah. Like dude, he, he's, he's, he wanted to go get this award that it, oh, it's crazy to me. It, it's absolutely nuts. It's like his daughter just dies. And this is the thing that he's fucking hyper-focused on. Right. right like, right. And he's blaming and for like they like some probably a decision she didn't make i doubt anybody was like uh and do you want to do this they were probably just like we're just gonna give it to you you're the sister Uh, yeah it's not like she it's not like she like set it up for that to happen you know yeah but what's crazy is like you know you're right like he's like he's like i should slap some fucking mind into you and and he like makes like a he gets kind of like a little bit up in her face and i loved it and just like kind of like pokes him in the fucking chest with her hat or whatever <laughs> and just like i learned some fucking things in the navy man back the fuck off basically yeah i would not mess with her yeah and needless to say you know ron did back the fuck off because he's a little little bitch 
Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> so then, bitch, fry guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking fry guy. <laughs> Man. Then we have a quick we have a quick scene where. Oh, you're good. We have a quick scene where we where there's the we see the gloved figure. Oh yeah. Um, they enter into like a locker room, and they open up um, a locker, and there's a picture of the track team, and there's a red X. A re- it looks like lipstick with a red X over yeah. Paula's face on the picture. Um, so it's established crossing that, them off the lip. crossing them off. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then we then we follow up with Sally. Um, who is seen walking on that similar path that Paula was jogging on um, earlier. And uh, she's one of the members of the track team, by the way. And as she's jogging, she ends up running into Anne, who is looking for the auditorium. Um, And Anne comments on uh, Sally's necklace and tells her that she has lovely eyes. And Sally seems kind of put off by this. Like, uh, she gets like, she gets like a weird woman was like, like, like she's like unnerved by it sort of. Yeah. Well, it's like, I mean, it's such a strange, it is though meeting, you know what I mean? Like, like, because wherever they are, it doesn't look like it's anywhere really near an auditorium. And so it's like, you're just like out here, you, you, you're, like my dead friend's fucking sister you, you tell me i have lovely eyes <laughs> like <laughs> yeah it is it is a little weird who anyway so uh eventually you you kind of make it up to the auditorium you're not with ann at this point but you just you know as a viewer uh-huh. um and they are they're like rehearsing for graduation there's like yep. a choir singing some is that, I can't I can't remember the music teacher's name, but he's a bit of a dill hole. But yeah, we'll get to him later. Yeah. Yes, we will, <laughs> sir. <laughs> but the principal seems to have a rough time, kind of uh, getting the students to fucking settle down. You know, as yeah. I imagine most principals do at this time of the school year. Right, right. Principal and Guglioni is his Guglioni. name. Guglioni. <laughs> Sounds like a made up, made up Italian dish on the Sopranos. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me a baked Guglioni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like the mic doesn't work at first, and you know the, working for him. the high schooler kids are kind of just being raucous, and you know. <laughs> He sort of uh uh he's talking and enters and enters and enters the room as the principal's talking about you know how the ceremony's going to work you're going to come up you're going to get your diploma it's the ticket to the adult world and they should respect authority um, this that the next thing and how they're yeah. going to take the diploma with their left hand shake with the right hand um, and then he tells the group that they have a special guest and Anne is introduced as Laura's sister. Um, and yeah. so she t- sort of tells the group that at the ceremony they're going to honor Laura um and then the ceremony I mean the like the meeting is sort of broken up yeah it's a uh, it does I don't know like it doesn't seem I don't know it's like it's such a it just seems kind of like 
strange that Anne's there. Like some people, like some of the track team, come up and like you know talk to her afterwards. But uh, yeah, including uh, oh sorry, continue. No, no. What were you gonna say? I said I was gonna say one of those people is uh, was her sister's boyfriend, Kevin. Yeah, uh, Kevin. And he uh, she tells Kevin that she wants to talk to him later. Um, yeah, and then we follow yeah. up with that. You know, yeah, because she, she goes, yeah, she goes to his place, or well, it's like his, you know, his, his, it's uh, really weird in there, like <laughs> and and like starts walking around. <laughs> you know, there's like I don't know, like a mannequin or a statue or something like that, like in the what part of the front room she goes and sees this like you know photo album laid out with like pictures of Anne and then she starts having this like weird well maybe it's not her but there's these like flashes of the image of like Laura's uh, untimely death yeah last run Um, and it's like kind of unsettling it like starts going fast and and then like all of a sudden you get cut off and there's like this old lady who's like t- mumbling to the TV or whatever in the next yeah. room. <laughs> She's like watching a TV playing static and it's like, seems to think there's something on, you know? Yeah, dude, it's crazy. And again, there's like tons of like uh, clutter, it feels like, and like weird statues and things all around this place. Like, mm-hmm. and yeah, then that's when Kevin kind of like comes out from, from the backgrounds. Uh, you know, was like, oh, oh well, you know, I'm I sorry. Upstairs. My, yeah, my gra- my grandma can't hear a thing. Yeah, yeah, he's weird, man. Uh, he just kind of gives off of the strange. He does, he does, he does. He has very like intense eyes. Like he, I don't know how to see. Yeah, <laughs> he does kind of just look a little creepy, to be honest. Too, he like tells Anne that Laura like idolized her and stuff, like. Uh, he says something like, uh, "Oh yeah, he's like, he's like Laura's still with us, you know, <laughs> like things like that." He's just kind of—I can't tell if he's like genuinely uh, upset or just weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's a little bit of both. I mean, I guess your girlfriend just died, and I don't know. Be yeah. kind of weird, but it she gives be. she gives Kevin a necklace that uh, Laura had planned on giving him for graduation um and that's it that's the reason she was there so she sort of takes off and then we follow up with uh sally um is now in the locker room um and we get a pov shot of someone watching her as she begins to change we get a quick tit shot um and there's a couple more later but this is the first one uh she changes into her gymnast gear um then we see the lights are turned off by whoever's wearing those gloves. Um, and long story short, she gets you're you're thinking as a viewer that she's about to get wiped out, but she actually gets yeah. jump jump scared by uh, these two high school girls. Um, but while that's going on, the figure seems to sneak into a nearby room, almost like he was planning to kill her. But these other two girls came in. And you know, end up jump foiled scaring him. her. Foiled plans are foiled. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. And it, exactly, like that was like a moment where you're just like, oh no, is this another another kill? Uh, but and it is not. And, and even Laura goes into the other like, or my Laura, Sally. Sorry. 
are. Uh, even Sally goes into like look into like the next room. You know, doesn't see anything. So kind of like, okay, everything's good. But... Yeah, and these two girls are are Doris and Joanna. They're not really very um, like super important characters, but one of them is played uh, by Vanna White, like we mentioned um, at the beginning. <laughs> but anyway, what is what what is Sally uh, getting dressed to do? Oh, uh, I mean, I'm going to sound really uh, knowledgeable on the subject here, but uh, she is getting geared up to do some sort of routine on those bars that people swing around from. Mon- oh, they're not monkey bars, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are not monkey bars. I'm not sure what the, ter- <laughs> what the, ter- what the terminology is gymnast bars but they're not no they're not yeah. monkey bars <laughs> yeah whatever they <laughs> okay so not the non-monkey bars uh anyway she, so so she's getting she got prepared to do this like routine for and, a photographer for, yeah for a photographer and the coach is all like super stoked about it you know doing it um but sally just seems like she is having trouble with it she starts kind of trying to you know warm up almost you know and uh you have some of those like kind of flashing image moments again well because real quick at first she tells uh no continue with what you're saying sorry because at first she tell no i was right so at at first she tells him that she's not up for it yeah but he 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 tells her get your little ass up on those bars and get to work <laughs> and then, like you said, continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, you're good. You're good. Because uh, you know, coach is an asshole. Um, you know, and so like, so Sally obviously doesn't feel comfortable doing it. But you have the, like I said, the, that there's that moment of like those like flashing images, uh, and then like she kind of you know misses her mark and just sort of falls onto the pads. Uh huh. And you know, coach is like a, again like yelling at her. You know, because she's like. You know, I, I just don't, I don't feel it. Which I don't understand. It's just someone taking pictures. I could understand if there was someone there like filming this routine and it sure, was like, yeah. this is, this is going to ESPN or whatever the case may be, but it's literally someone taking pictures. Like whoop de doo if she messes up, at least they got, they're still got some great pictures of her doing her routine so it's like established that he's just a fucking perfectionist yeah and he's making these like as if she like tries her routine again he's like making these weird and like face he's making these weird faces like he's only not like necessarily licking his lips but he's like kind of licking his lips a little bit and he's like grinning just like he looks really strange staring at her to the point where i think even the photographer yeah takes a second and like looks at him and is just like you know well, kind of what because he even like berates the cameraman too and he and he he tells sally now do it sally and don't disappoint me like he's just like way over the line yeah well and i think the photographer during all this is like i, I think mentions that they could you know do some they could do it again you know a different time even like it's just it's just not of i don't know man that's not a friendly fucking environment with that coach no but the but, she she, yeah. she goes for a second time and this one seems to be a little bit better this is the one you were talking about i think where he kind of looks on happy um but long yeah, story short her routine gets me- like she messes up again but on this one 
as she's doing her routine, we get a shot of a red X being drawn across her face. Yeah. And after the X gets done getting drawn, that's when she bails the routine again and runs off upset. Um, yeah, and the, was, and like, I, I, I like that shot of like the 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 X, you know, while she's doing yeah. the, the routine. Yeah, she like runs off. I forget what the coach says, but he's essentially like upset, you know, that she ran off and where are you going or get back here or something like that. But yeah, but oh my god, the next <laughs> sequence. So you kind of follow up, and uh, <laughs> you know, Sally's like shaving her legs. Into a uh, sink. Into in the sink. I was like, the <laughs> the skill that that requires alone is well, impressive. Well, she is a gymnast. So. Yeah. Uh, and you see, like, uh, you know, uh, while she's doing that, um, the the you know the return of the glove mystery gloved hand man, he like opens a locker, and mm-hmm. like, grabs a fencing sword. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, click. There goes the thirty-second mark, and you have this great line from Sally at one, uh, who like at one point during the scene like holds up her razor that she's using and says like, "This is for you, Coach. Sit on it." You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. But while Sally's like you know continuing to shave her legs, this this person approaches from behind her and that and. You know, she turns around and, and is like, you know, what are you doing? Because this person is just waving this fencing sword in her face. And, oh, man, I liked this kill. It like, was a good one. Like, because the, the killer just, like, drives the fencing sword through her neck. And you see it, like, go out the back of her neck. And there's, like, some, like, blood squirts. And, sp- like, it, it was, I, I just liked the way it looked. I liked the blood. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, it a, was a cool kill. kill. Um, Anytime something gets protruded through the front of someone's throat or neck and out the back, it's great. So. Yeah. I, yep. Absolutely. But uh, um, where are we at next? Well, who do we follow up with after this? <laughs> after this kill? <laughs> so we 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 follow up with with Mr. Roberts, who is the uh, Mr. One way to put it, Roberts is a perverted piano teacher and. He has a couple, like, it's just weird. What's weird to me about this whole thing is there's this scene here, and we'll explain it in a minute. Um, And then there's some, like, a brief scene later in the movie where he's, like, trying to flirt with another student. And then there's, and then that's it. There's, like, no payoff. Like, you expect him to get, like, murdered in this great fashion or outed for you know yeah dude boffing his students but none of that happens so it's just kind of weird i was thinking at one point maybe we'd see like like a shot put dropped onto his nuts or something you know (laughs) yeah or javelin yeah javelin through his anyway so mr roberts is playing a piano and singing a song uh uh while Multiple girls w- walk on. It's Doris and Joe, or look on. It's Doris, Joanne, and an unnamed third girl, um, and they're sort of complimenting him. And then he talks about, uh, oh, th- what it was like in the music lifestyle and how he's happy to n- no longer be doing that, but very clearly, you know, trying to brag and impress them with, you yeah. know, his background. But um, then Dolores enters, who is. Played by Lene Quigley, so you're kind of like, uh oh, you know, something's gonna happen. <laughs> um, and sure enough, something does. She uh, 
Jesus, dude. He's like, I'm sorry I couldn't pass you. And, you know, summer school is the only answer. But uh, she doesn't want to take no for an answer. So what does she end up doing? Uh, she walks over to the door, locks it, and then just, like, boom, pops her titties out and, like, basically just goes and, like, uh, you know, rubs his fucking face, face in her them, chest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know, there's some hanky panky going on between teacher and yeah, he's student. Like, That's no, no, no. But yeah, he's. Oh my it's god! It's funny because it, he's he's like, oh, I, I no, I can't do this. And then the second like she puts his face in her tits, he like embraces yeah. her. And it's like, yeah. oh, he's like, oh, Dolores. Dolores. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> Fucking turd, dude. Fucking turd. Uh, but then we. Then we, who do we follow up with next? We get introduced to another character here. Oh um, yeah, Blondie, yeah. who I, I believe is the secretary uh, in the main office. Yes. Yeah, she's like fielding some phone calls, and uh, then she goes and enters Mister Guglioni, Guglioni, or yeah. yeah, his office, and they're they're basically like. Uh, they they're have like, a weird relationship. It yeah, because like. it's never established if they're like dating or if they're just like got a little something on the side or what um but they kiss here you know mm-hmm. and then he kid no case okay, <laughs> he kisses her and then he basically like tells her that she needs to finish like some big assignment he like hands her like a tape and is like <laughs> you need to finish this assignment and it has to mention the superintendent and all these different departments and uh you know she's she's sort of upset about it but um she obliges and long story short he says that he will come by her place with a bottle of wine afterwards yeah very uh and she's like you bastard make it around midnight (laughs) (laughs) so yeah there's like you know yeah there's there's a lot of dirty shit happening at this school man and then we get an interesting yeah i know right it is kind of uh i guess i don't know man that's probably on to be completely fucking honest with you though that's probably what it was like in that in that in that time you know yeah. early 80s like i wouldn't be surprised so people wild a, cards we get an interesting another sort of like trying to establish a red herring scene because um she exits he pulls out a switchblade uh he, <laughs> He cuts an apple into three pieces yeah. and he puts the switchblade back into his drawer, which seems to be with the collection of other switchblades, which I'm assuming has been taken from students. But what there's also in his drawer, we see a stopwatch timer. Um, so, yeah, it just keeps like establishing um, yeah. like a couple different red herrings, you know? Yeah, you really like at this point, it's like hard to tell. I remember the first viewing I did of this movie, like I was just like immediately convinced. I was like, well, it's the fucking coach. Like, right. But, but, you know, like truthfully, they, they, they go through and they, uh, yeah, they, they plant these seeds. That's a good way to put it. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and they, and they, uh, it, and it's interesting because they all could have some, you know, it, it could be the coach who's, you know, lost his grip. It could be the principal who is just fed up with the student body. It could be the sister who's angry that her uh, sister died. You know what I mean? Like, I guess they all could have a motive. Yeah. Uh, so then you follow up with the the uh, the music teacher. 
right and he um he's like hearing a weird sound like a and so he goes <laughs> and, oh yeah <laughs> and uh like goes to investigate and he like ends up going out of the fucking boiler room he has a run-in with the coach mm-hmm. uh but he ends up going to the boiler room in the at, of the school and he's you know bent on hearing this tapping sound and while he's down there it's like i don't know there's like somebody playing him you know what i mean like uh you don't yeah it's like a it's like a recording of of his little yeah the little tryst with dolores yeah and you think that maybe He's oh, he, like, I, I seriously thought that he was going down here. He was going to get lured in and then killed. <laughs> so I was really surprised when that didn't happen. So, uh, so the mis- this mystery person plays this tape of, like we said, the dialogue is pretty funny. Oh my God, dude. There's this line where he's like, do you like snakes or whatever? And it's like, I call this my little Cobra. Cobra. And yeah. then Dolores <laughs> goes, is that poisonous? <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Dude. But we, he, he has a great line though, because uh, uh, you see he comes across the recorder, and then we see a, fe- a male and a female student run out of the room, yeah. and he goes, "Come out and show your face, you miserable scum!" <laughs> Jesus, dude. Well, like, but I yeah, mean, there's like, I... there's like no payoff to this. You know, it's no. just kind of weird. Yeah, it's it, it is really strange. I wonder if there was maybe like a kill plan that just got like cut. You know, yeah, cut maybe for one reason or another. Uh, but yeah, so you actually do end up kind of you follow up with uh from Dolores. this with Dolores out in the out in like part of the school uh it's that same park yeah it's like it's a nearby park, wooded yeah. area by the school it's nice there's uh she's sitting on a bench with Tony, Tony. her boyfriend yeah they're smoking a J yeah you know it's graduation day uh and you know they actually again you kind of you get these like POV shots of somebody like watching him. So you uh-huh. almost think like something's about to happen, but yeah, she uh, tells him who, who pops up in this scene. Well, cause she, they're, they're sort of talking. Um, she asks Tony how many girls he has screwed. Uh, and he confirms that he actually screwed one of her friends, Nancy. They continue to smoke. She tells Tony that she is really horny. And, uh, oh, yeah. he's, right. he says, he says, babe, we'll have time for that later. But she starts to unbuckle his belt as a police officer, a police officer approaches, um, and hassles them. This is Officer McGregor, and Officer uh, McGregor. He, he sort of chases them off, and um, uh, you know they, they they sort of just make jokes at his expense uh, as they leave, and then he tells them that if he catches them smoking dope one more time, that your ass is mine. Yeah. Um, but as soon as they are out of sight, sort of similar to uh, uh, the last movie, we um, the con the sort of like similar to a scene in the convent. The police officer takes this joint from the students, and then the minute they're out of sight, lights it up and smokes it himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. McGregor is on one man. Yeah, he. Uh... <laughs> Still your character, but I love I loved that whole like your ass is mod. He doesn't I I mean like he doesn't seem like a very threatening character. No. But I no. loved I loved that he like like you said, he started smoking that J, but he stashed it in his gun. 
Oh yeah, like, he oh, pulls yeah. up, he unholsters his gun, like pops open, you know, the clip and like pulls it out of one of their chambers. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a revolver, yeah, and he pulls the choice. That's I forgot about that. That's right. It's like that's wild, dude. What the it was pretty <laughs> clever, actually. This guy, this guy. Uh, yeah, and so. Oh, that's right. No, it wasn't. It wasn't their joint that he took. It was his own joint. And that's right. He pulls out of his revolver. Yeah. Oh, Wild. I, I mean, I guess. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, but now you're kind of like you're back with Anne, who uh-huh. is uh, at the school. She's like heading to the woodworking department. Well, yeah, yeah. Apparently, not only is uh, Coach Michaels the, the coach, but he's also the woodshop teacher. Yeah. Like Mr. Arl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was. He was he was the he was the fucking woodshop teacher and he was like the cross country coach. That's right. Dude. Um and wow. so yeah. So uh and like I said, she like goes into the wood the wood shop. It's all dark in there. None of the mm-hmm. lights are on. And she's like looking around. There's these shot, you know, POV shots of her like looking at the equipment and stuff. And I don't I don't remember Band what fucking, saws the, and yeah. you know, table she saws and... approaching one and it just starts sparking off. Like <laughs> you know, it's like, just like it roars to life, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Like Macaulay Culkin's uh Oh you know, my furnace in uh home alone but anyway so it happens with like another saw also and uh-huh. then all of a sudden the coach like comes barging in the room flips on yeah. the lights you he, know he, he like is angry at her thinking that she like turned on and touched the machines you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> what did you do uh <laughs> just, i just i came in to make a birdhouse real quick coach sorry yeah, yeah my bad my bad um but he's like immediately like uh there's like some animosity between these two absolutely like, absolutely like he thinks she's there to what he say like point the finger at the at the killer or whatever and like you know he's he's just got that chip on his shoulder at this point yeah because uh, he's sort of he sort of he talks about how um um how he's being blamed for the death of Laura who we learned had a blood clot and how apparently everyone thinks it's his fault, but he talks about how he loved her. Um, and then Anne accuses him of pushing her too far, and that's what killed her. Yeah, but to, yeah, to coach his defense, he's like, yeah, I pushed him and I yelled at him and all this shit. But he's like, I didn't do it, you know, because I fucking hated him. Like, I did it because I love these kids. Like, I'm, I'm trying to get them to better themselves. It's like, but yeah, it's like a little weird, but a little understandable. Um, but he does yeah. have a weird line where he talks about how Laura was precision and power like a machine. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he, he apologizes and asks Anne what she came for. And she says, I came for an answer and I think I've got it. And then she leaves, leave, goes to leave and says, we'll meet again, Michaels. Yeah. And Which then again get- is like kind of one of those like, like flags you're sort of like oh will they yeah yeah um, yeah just yeah like you said there's definitely some animosity um and maybe rightfully so maybe not i don't know but then we get one of the most fucking ridiculous oh, scenes M-G. in the whole movie yeah so dude we, <laughs> we we follow up and a lot of these characters are like 
I only know I only know their names from the Wikipedia page, but they're like characters that are only in this scene to like get killed. So yeah, we follow up with Ralph, who is wearing a football jersey and pads. You know, he's sort of he's on the same fucking path in the woods, and he's like tossing a football back and forth. Um, he comes across Doris and Joanna, who. In, a, in the classic middle school type gag, take his football and are like, come and get it. You know, yeah. like to, you know, like come and get it and like tossing it back and forth. Yeah. And this Ralph, this, you know, big football player, like how he couldn't, you know, it's just beyond me how, yeah, he, how he couldn't how he, just yeah. grab the ball out of the air. Yeah. And they were throwing it. It's fucking but, crazy. The long story short, oh my God, while, while they're t- tossing it back and forth, to each other it accidentally gets thrown into some nearby brush mm. um they make their leave <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i just i love this yes what yeah what happens uh so, as ralph's looking for his ball he like you know there's this like oh my god there's a shot of what i can i don't even know how to describe it it's it's a football with a blade in it a and long you see this metal guy, spike yeah. yeah you see this guy take a, a wine cork off the top and and then you see this shot of ralph who, like he's clearly looking at this guy give uh, me the damn person. ball yeah <laughs> give me my ball give me hey man give me my ball give, give me, me the, the damn ball, ball. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> must have been a perfect spiral like the dude dan throws this, yeah. yeah fucking dan marino over here throws this this, this spiked football right into ralph's fucking chest <laughs> 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 it's the most audacious thing <laughs> like, it was just crazy i was it like it was unreal it really was it's <laughs> like what the just happened it was amazing yeah oh, give me the goddamn ball yeah, <laughs> yeah. like it, it, whoever threw it like seriously like uncorked it and put some power behind that like yeah dude to be able was... to impale him with it was it was amazing that was wild absolutely and then it, wild. you know he falls to his knees in agony and falls <laughs> over as the gloved figure you know walks over and cl- clicks off the stopwatch yep um and then the killer marks a red x uh, on his face in the picture. So not only was he on the track team, but he was obviously, he's also a football player. So double yeah. duty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. Uh, but then, you know, it takes you to this like jam session. Yeah. Right? Like random, like fucking homie with the guitar and, and Kevin, yeah. Kevin's fucking jamming on the harmonica. Like, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's on the yeah. He's got a. Oh yeah. Well, uh, for some reason, a, I wrote I wrote down accordion, but he but he's playing a harmonica. Yeah, it'd <laughs> <laughs> be awesome if he was rocking an accordion. Uh, yeah, Ur- like Urkel. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I mean, all these kids are just fucking jamming out with them. They're just like, you know, I, it's it's they've like they've got a Great. little like posse around them, you know. Yeah, they're playing a song called Graduation Day Blues. So it's Graduation Day Blues, man. And they're like really into it too. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like they are like they're given like the performance of a lifetime. A lifetime. Like they, yeah. Like they're they're on the Ernie Ball stage of Warp Tour trying to make a name for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh but yeah, so you get these like jam shots and then you get some shots of like, you know, kids in the hallway and stuff. 
But then it takes you outside and you have this uh, strange interaction between Officer McGregor and the coach. Okay. Like, we're like, they, I don't think they like each other very much. Not at all. Because, like, they have this back and forth, and basically McGregor's like, don't give me any shit, coach, or whatever, you know, and like, because yeah. flipping him some stuff. Don't don't treat me like shit, coach. Don't Remember, I like can shit. hurt you bad if I put my mind to it, you son of a bitch. Yeah. You're like, what was that about? <laughs> yeah, dude. Exactly. It's just like, whoa, so man. There's like a couple of things in this movie that are so, like, you get this, and then there's no payoff. Like, what? Like, what was their animosity toward each other? Like, what was the, like, do yeah. they know? Well, because what is kind of weird about it is uh, 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 McGregor walks up and sees, like, the Dolor- Dolores and the coach having a quick conversation, and then Dolores runs off. Yeah. And that's when McGregor approaches and jokes with the coach, you know, and you're like, what is going on? Yeah. There's just, it's just a crazy fucking time at this school, man. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> And yeah, like uh, right, and then right off the cuff of the scene, you you jump into like I don't know, like some sort of like graduation celebration, or maybe just yeah. a cool night at the fucking roller rink. But uh, yeah, no shit. So there's a, th- this band is called Felony. Um, Dude, this song. Okay, so I gotta say the song that they're playing in this scene rips for a while, but then the scene I feel like it just it goes on too long. Way too long. And so after gangster enough time, rock. <laughs> yeah, gangster rock. The gangster rock. Dude. Uh, but like it's it's I mean it's actually kind of a cool scene for for you know at first. Um like we were saying, like so it's like at a skate rink or something like that. I feel uh you know there's like kids like skating around all over the place. There's just like lots of gratuitous shots of the band fucking playing and shredding and shit. Uh, you have like oh, who like who are the kids that like Dolores point, and wait what were you gonna say? Oh yeah, I was gonna say who are, like there's a couple of people that you kind of focus on it's dolores and tony right yeah 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 they leave to go fool around whoa 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 and um what's up oh hanky panky man yeah 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 so they 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 tore they sort of leave the uh, auditorium um head out into the, you know the nearby wooded area um they start to fool around uh they start to make out dolores um unbuttons her top and then we get it we see that someone is looking on from nearby and tony real quick pops up and tells her that he has to take a piss um and she mentions how it must be nice to be a boy and piss anywhere and he goes the world is my toilet (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, (laughs) which uh uh turn out to be the last words that tony ever says because out of nowhere we get this pov shot this person with this gigantic sword just comes up and uh, we get these interspersed shots of the dance, some shots of T- Dolores right as Tony gets beheaded and his head is sent flipping through the air. It was pretty great. Yeah, dude, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I love that shot of like the the severed head. I love shots like that. I'm a, I'm a sucker for decapitation, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, so this happens and Dolores, you know, is kind of like, Tony, Tony, she goes to investigate and she stumbles upon the head, yeah. which somehow is mysteriously a lot paler all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, that's so, what I noticed. 
It's like the no. only bad like effects from the whole movie. It was like, yeah. <clears throat> said but, it was oh. like hanging from a tree, and yeah, it's like ghost white. Yeah, uh, but I loved this startle because it was so funny to me. So so Dolores sees that. It's like oh, you know, and then out of nowhere, <laughs> from behind this brush, this fucking mask in a fencing mask in right. a sweatsuit. This dude with a the, again a giant ass sword just pops out of the brush and starts chasing Dolores. <laughs> like it was just so fucking funny to me. <laughs> One thing that was interesting is that um. I had thought that uh, Urban Legends 2 was the first movie uh, <laughs> that had a killer wearing a fencing mask, but I was sorely wrong. Tut, um, tut. graduation day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, we, long story short, because it is kind of a long scene. It is a really um, long scene. Like we you know, she, yeah. she ends up tripping and falling a couple times. Uh, but long story short, you know, she she even almost makes it back to the dance, but she ends up getting you know cut off by the killer. She runs back the other way. Um, she trips and falls again, and then you see like uh, I think it happens off screen. I'm pretty sure like the killer approaches her and starts to swing, and then it cuts away. Yeah. Um, and then we pick up. So she's dead. Long story <laughs> short. Um, and we uh, like I said later her decapitated head shows up at the end of the movie. Um, so, but now it's the next day and principal Guglioni is in his office, just fielding call after call uh, from all of these worried parents thinking that their kids are missing. Um, yeah. He tells Blonde, in which rightfully so, um, he tells Blondie that he doesn't have time to speak to any more parents and uh, then we get a quick shot of Mr. Roberts, who's flirting with another student. Um, and then Principal punk. Googly... What's that? No, it's him, Punk. Well, yeah, once again, there's just like, that's it. This is the last... I'm pretty sure this is the last scene we get with him in it. And there's just no payoff. Um, but then Principal Guglioni gets a visitor, uh, Inspector Halliday, who is there investigating the missing students. Inspector Halliday. Halliday. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. Uh, and Halliday, like, I, I feel like at one point in time, Guglioni even make, he goes, Is that Italian? And he's like, <laughs> He asked him if he's Italian, and the guy's just like, Argentina or something like that. But that's right. That's right. But uh, yeah, he's just like, he's like, There. He's like, I'm just, I'd like to do my report. Uh, and get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> He doesn't seem that invested. But, no, not at all. You know, detective nonetheless. So he, you know, uh, has this back and forth with Guglioni, and it, it it leads him. I can't remember the specifics of the conversation, but eventually, uh, you kind of follow Holiday out to like the graduation area. Mm-hmm with you know like parents and students and blah 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 blah. and he bumps into officer mcgregor Uh and gives him like the assignment of like following up on and talking to like a bunch of people which i don't know i wouldn't trust mcgregor with these activities but you know he's just like you you know anyway he just uh yeah he sends him on his way mcgregor's like i got you covered blah 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 yeah Um, (laughs) he made he made mcgregor feel important so that was nice of him but, but yeah, then, during, during, sorry. during this conversation with Guglioni, you know, Guglioni makes a mention about how uh, 
the kids are probably just out there raising hell, which, you know, that's very well could be. Very well could be. But we know as viewers that that's not the case, but that would be a safe assumption to make. You know what I mean? But yeah, then we follow. (laughs) This one is great too. Oh my God, so good. Uh, as if a, as if getting impaled by a football with a spike wasn't good enough. So who who's this jabroni? Pete. So Pete, we follow up right with Pete. Pete is queuing up to pole vault. Uh-huh. You know, and by the by the intensity in his eyes and his breathing, it's like the the, the pole vault of his life. Like he's he's got to nail this one for some reason. <laughs> And there's, oh my god, dude! I don't even know like how to describe it. So he, he like both he get he like grabs you know his his vault or whatever the fuck. And he, yeah, uh, I don't know the, I don't know the terminology for like this the uh, you know. I do uh, not maybe, either. Maybe, maybe uh, it is called the pole. The pole. If it's pole oh, that one's the pole. Vaulting. Yeah, if it's pole. If I had to guess, your vault. The vault is you're the vaulting movement. the pole. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Dude. <laughs> I'm going to listen back on this and feel so fucking dumb. <laughs> well, I'm going to call it the pole. I'm going to call it the vault. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so so he like, you know, he he like runs down the little lane, uses the pole to vault himself over the bar set high. Uh-huh. Uh, and he... F- it's amazing. He falls onto like a bed of space. Bikes, like yeah how would you how would you my god (laughs) how would you not if you were a pole vaulter how would you not go over and investigate the pad and be like okay like pad's good like i'm good to go you know i was so blown away by that real he just blindly pole vaults oh my god and yeah lands on a massive bed of giant steel spikes it's crazy (laughs) <laughs> the the imagery of his, of his body on the spikes looks really fucking cool. Yeah. But, oh my god. It was god, creative, yeah. you know. Yeah, but it was just like I agree with you. I just kept thinking I was like how would you not Stupidity. have like looked, yeah. man? Uh Yeah, so that was that's fucking wild. That's one of my favorites too. It, it, but then you don't you kind of follow up with the detective after this, after yeah, this epic with, scene. Yeah, we're with Halliday again. Um and he goes to talk to coach Michaels. Um, and we, we learn here that, uh, coach has got, is got fired. Dude, um, got shit can. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's upset. Um, he tells holiday that he needs to finish packing and holiday sort of makes his exit. Um, and then when the coach opens his drawer, he has a pair of black gloves and a stopwatch in there along with the picture of the team, like really establishing him now as like the main, uh, suspect. So, yeah, yeah, it, exactly. So you like, it was one of those shots. You're just like, okay, I think I've got this movie yeah. figured out because, because earlier, like, Anne, she just had a pair of gloves, the principal, he just had a stopwatch, but here the coach has like all of the, you know, he has a framed picture. He has a stopwatch. He's got gloves. Like he's got everything you need to be a mysterious gloved killer. So yeah, <laughs> he's got everything. The whole kit. Yeah, the uh, whole kit and caboodle. 
So, yeah, you you see that, and then you kind of have this brief moment where you follow up with uh, the, with Guglioni, who's looking even more harebrained in his fucking office, fielding all these goddamn calls. And um, it's kind of quick. I don't think there's anything of consequence that gets said there. But what happens next is 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 interesting. So the two reoccurring, what are their names? The two reoccurring, Joanna and something? Doris and Joanne. Doris and Joanna. So they Doris. Doris. <laughs> so they uh they're like going into the locker room. You're following them into the locker room. They're talking some shit. Like some I don't even know who, but they're like, you know, this bitch thinks they're hot stuff and and you know <laughs> they they're like opening their lockers and uh one of them is like notices Blood, like, yeah. Blood splattered on one of the fucking lockers next to him. They go to open it and out falls Sally's body. Yeah. With a fencing sword still in the locker. And yeah, so th that's gnarly. But then all of a sudden, you know, the coach just like appears, you know. Uh -huh. And so, and like, you know, investigates, grabs the sword and looks like he's. It looks suspicious, but not only him, but out of nowhere, Kevin shows up. Yeah, he hasn't been around for a little while. Yeah, um, and so just out of nowhere. Dude's a fucking spook. Uh, but what happens between Kevin and Coach? So the two girls run off, and they're sort of asking for help and calling for the police. And Kevin and Coach get into a fight. Um, the girls think that the coach is the killer. Uh, Halliday and McGregor come running, and the two continue to fight. The coach ends up, coach ends up getting the upper hand, um, knocking Kevin into a corner, and he run and he runs off. Right. So yeah. we, you see this great shot of the coach like frantically like bust through some double doors and run down a flight of steps and run through like the campus. Yeah. Um, and we get this great scene where he runs off. Kevin chases him and then Halliday and Anne also chase them. So you get like, you feel like something's about to come out of this scene. You know, oh, everyone yeah. thinks the coach is the killer and uh, Kev Ke Kevin chases after the coach and the coach runs into that nearby wooded area. Damn, and Kevin follows. Yeah, yeah, Kevin. Yeah, exactly. Kevin, uh, Kevin follows and like you said, everybody's kind of trailing behind. But mm -hmm. Coach, at one point, you, you you know, he's like hiding behind a tree. And as soon as Kevin approaches, kind of like knocks him Sucker down, and they, him. and they and they get in, you know another physical altercation, um, only to have Coach run off again. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, and so it, it is. It's like at this at this point, you, uh, once again, you think you know, you think you know the movie, but. Right. Uh, Right. But as coach is running, he stumbles, uh, falls <clears throat> over, like, but maybe like twists his ankle or some shit, and like falls right in front of Ralph's fucking dead body with still with the large spike impaling spike. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then. So you're like, what's really going on here? Exactly. And then Kevin, like, eventually catches up to him and confronts him. Yeah. And like starts saying some shit like he saw the coach kill, you know, this person and that person, da 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 da. But it's like it's weird because he's getting really intense about what he's saying. You know, he's getting really like angry. And eventually the coach like fucking smacks him, 
gives him the backhand. Uh, I don't know. It's just like it's like a really intense, intense scene. Yeah, because Kevin, uh, he's like saying some weird shit. He ends up revealing that he's the killer because he talks about how uh, he, he he Kevin blames him for killing Laura. Um, they and then he says they all killed her and you all need to be punished. Yeah. And then he and then he Kevin talks about killing everybody. Um, he pulls out a stopwatch and says, 30 seconds from when you pushed Laura into the race." Um, talks about how the coach pushed her too much, and then he pulls out a knife. Yeah, he just Kevin, like pulls a knife off his leg out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "My, you, you know, my whole life changed in just 30 seconds. We were going to get married. This, that, and the next thing." Um, and then we get a great scene where Kevin swings with the knife. But the coach overpowers him just as Halliday approaches, making it appear that the coach is the killer. Yeah. Halliday, blam, 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 opens fire, killing the coach. Oh my gosh, dude. It was so intense. Like at that moment, I was just like, no, no, don't do it. Oh, coach, get yeah. the fucking axe, man. Yeah, that was crazy. Absolutely crazy. It was such a well a well timed sequence of events. If you ask absolutely. me, absolutely, absolutely, because you do think the coach is the killer until this twist happens. You're like, whoa, yeah. And then it's revealed, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, you think the killer is going to get blasted, and no, it's still like, I don't know, take out the coach. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then Anne and Holiday run up to Kevin, you know, and. You know, make sure he's all right. They think he's the victim here and all this shit. Right, right. It's yeah, crazy. they want Halliday wants Kevin to uh, come make a statement. Maybe they can make some sense of the situation. Um, and then it's like presumably the next day, and Blondie yeah. and Anne are talking about how you can never really know anybody. Um, Anne asks if she can get Laura's trophy, and Blondie tells her that Kevin picked it up earlier uh, with the diploma. So Anne goes to Kevin's house um, to get this trophy. You know what I mean? She probably wants to, she probably, she probably wants to get this her sister's trophy so she can leave town. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> mm. we get she, another kind yeah. of shocking scene. Yeah, it's a uh, another kind of. I don't know. So you're anyway, you're back at Kevin's house, right? And like again, she, it, you you almost investigate a little bit more of it with Anne because she goes upstairs in the house this time. Yeah, she see, can't seem to find Kevin. She enters a room and it has oh my gosh, dude. So it has a sword on the wall that it's like, you know, I thought I was like, okay, so this is that's the sword, right? Right. Um, but but she goes into this room and there's somebody sitting there with a cap and gown on. And as soon as Anne like turns to face the the character, it's revealed to be like, who is it supposed to be? Is that sp- it's her sister? Oh my god, dude! It was so like I could, I was like the I just thought she looked so fucked up. But that's right. Well, yeah. yeah I, I mean, it, it would have been a couple. No, you know, it had been, been a couple. A- yeah. Been a couple, you know, maybe a couple a week or two by now. So Kevin was basically doing kind of like a fucking Patrick 
Oh my god, I'm just gonna I'm gonna stop saying that. I was gonna get it wrong. He Norman basically Bates. Norman Bates. Yes, I was. I was thinking for some reason I was thinking Patrick Bateman. Uh, no, <laughs> not American <laughs> Psycho, just Psycho. So it's like a Norman Bates type of thing, right? He just has her propped up in there, slowly deteriorating, top pretending like she's fucking real and shit. Like, yeah, dude. He says some weird shit here. Laura's Laura's here with me forever. We're gonna yeah. go get married just like we planned. He like asks Anne if she wants to be the first one to kiss the bride. Oh my like, god! Yeah, you know, like, it's it's just he, it. Ugh. Yeah. Then he then he you know he says all that and then he freaks out and accuses Anne of not loving her and wanting to hurt her. Um, and then yeah. we get another just straight up bonkers fucking scene like. <laughs> yeah like kevin pulls a knife on on Anne, right like and uh this whole like oh my god dude this whole like so sequence like, I don't is know, just i don't know if it would actually work like this in real life it's so weird so he swings the knife mm-hmm. and he's in front of the chair and she's <laughs> behind it and when she falls like the way that she falls into the rocking chair accidentally like propels Laura's dead body into Kevin and sends him reeling and flying backwards through a second story window. It's <laughs> <laughs> so crazy, dude. It was like, it's what? So crazy. I know. I was like, I was like, how? I was like, that can't be right. But yeah, I don't know how that was yeah. enough force to do that, but. But she, you know, he does. He goes flying through the window with the body, and even at one point looks down and verifies that they're both down there. And then she, like, you know, goes running out of the house. Uh, Kevin is like at the door, right? Wait, hold, yeah, holding oh, the body. Oh my god, like yeah, like holding the body, like it's like you know, like she's still alive. We can save her. Yeah. <laughs> so demented is crazed so Anne just takes the fuck off right she's yep. just she's like i gotta get the fuck out of here there's these weird shots of laura running like flashbacks also. again yeah yeah, yeah. i thought I, I was pretending like it like like she was channeling the the, the power you know dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it goes on for a while the running scene goes on for a while uh yeah she like of all the places like she could have ran to a police station she could have ran to the principal's office she could have ran to I don't know anywhere, but she runs back to the fucking track. Yeah, like, the, the 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 empty track fee. <laughs> I was like, that is such a weird place. Uh, yeah, she finally collapses on some of the bleachers, right? Uh huh. And fucking Kevin is right, goddamn. Yeah, he's there. quick, dude. He's quick with it, dude. Dude, he like. <laughs> you know approaches her with his knife she gives him some fucking navy officer kung fu yeah that it, it was like that was like one of the most awkward shots of the movie because I, I feel like the sound was off or yeah. it just did not seem to flow 
very naturally. It was kind of an awkward mm, scene. Mm, mm, no, it looked weird, uh, and, which made it funny. But but you know, then Laura, or sorry, Laura, not Laura, uh, fucking Anne, like runs underneath the bleachers. And if you mm. you know, if you ever been fucking around underneath the bleachers, it's a it's a it's a janky place. But yeah. it's also you know. Uh, she eventually like get, you know, falls over and Kevin just fucking appears again, like right in front of her again. He's just fucking quick. Uh, you know, she like, Oh my gosh, dude. She, uh, event like, Anne eventually like tries to put herself in this, like she like storage. tries to block her. Yeah. The storage area or whatever. Uh, Kevin busts in, like knocks her down. And this is when you see that like uh, severed head. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's right. It's right around this scene where yeah, you see the severed head. Uh, but even more so when they open the storage shed, you see Pete's dead body. Oh my God, that's right. Dangling hanging, there. <laughs> hanging there with the spikes still protruding from like his stomach and his legs. Um, and it was just like bad placement of this body because it's what ends up being the undoing of kevin because he sort of grabs the knife again starts making his way towards Anne, and uh she fights him off and pushes him backwards into the spikes and you know he he pulls himself off the spikes he falls to the ground spits up blood and and dies so his toast i just i thought it was so funny that that like that was the thing that took him out, you know, just some, some spikes to the back. Yeah. I mean, they must've been a lot like deeper the you know, or longer than I thought they but had to, they had to have been, they had to have been, uh, they had to do it. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of an, as opposed to like, <clears throat> obviously how ridiculous the football uh, kill was or, or pole vaulting into a bed of spikes. Yeah. Uh, fencing sword through the throat. It was kind of like an anticlimactic final death, but it is what it is. It was, yeah, exactly. Uh, I just thought it was really funny. Um, but you know, and then from here, you kind of, uh, you know, you follow up with Anne, who's packing up and getting ready to leave the next day. Uh, every conversation Anne has with her mom seems very off-putting and almost uh, with an air of like sadness where you're like, I wish this lady would just get the fuck out of this relationship. Totally, totally. <laughs> like, uh, but unfortunately, people felt trapped a lot back then. So um, they still anyway, do. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, and, anyway. and so, uh, you know, she has this conversation. She turns in for the night and and sleeping when all of a sudden the door to her room opens and she's she's, she sees kevin right like coming back from what was presumed to be the the dead i guess and she's like he's like there to like get her but it's this like crazy psych out yeah for you know real. what I mean? I think it was interesting because it shows like the psychological like effect this whole thing has had. Hundred percent. It turns out it's not Kevin, but it's fucking Ron standing there like drunk or whatever with like an empty bottle of vodka. Yeah. yeah. It was just crazy. And like, you know, eventually her mom comes in and like shuffles him out and shit. And apologizes for his behavior, which is yeah. like 
the one of the worst like toxic traits like apo- having to apologize anyway i don't want to get into that but yeah it was a it was a pretty good psych out and like you said it was a good showing of like the the obvious like psychological after effects that would happen after being in a situation like that for sure yeah it was crazy um and yeah then it jumps to the next morning and uh you know hops a taxi waves goodbye to her mom and is off yeah the movie know? ends with her like uh because when she comes into town you see this like banner uh you know happy graduation day banner and as the movie ends it sort of pans up to the banner again um and then it frames ends. on so. that yeah i mean honestly this movie was like it was definitely entertaining i thought like at times the combination of like the music and you know uh, the scenes that in the sequences that, that you were seeing were, were, was pretty ripping and a couple of clever clever looking deaths yeah one really weird one that was hilarious but it was a mixed bag for sure yeah on on a whole because like i said there was something like there was no payoff to the perverted teacher there was no payoff to whatever was happening between um uh the coach and the sheriff you know there's just some like loose ends that weren't uh tied up yeah um but I mean, but uh, yeah, it, I, I agree. There's some like ups and definitely some downs. I wish we would have. I real that was my that is my biggest uh, I think thing that I didn't I didn't like about this movie is that we didn't see the pervert teacher get his fucking come up. Yeah, and you want to obviously. Yeah, you know, like they set it up perfectly for him to have that happen, and then it just doesn't happen. You're sort of like like did they forget, or maybe like you said, like did they have a scene and they just like cut it or budget issue and they couldn't do it like what you know yeah, it didn't make any sense not to have one <clears throat> but no but yeah <clears throat> i mean uh overall though i like entertainment wise i got a kick out of this movie absolutely horror wise slightly less but yeah i would um, agree you know uh like what's your what 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 rating would you give this movie the graduation um, day i would give it like a six and a half like a like a 6.8 no yeah like a like a no i'll do a seven i'll, I'll give it a seven i'll get i'm gonna give it a seven um give a guy a break i'm a taxpayer out of 10 <laughs> oh god <laughs> 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 What about you? Uh, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd probably say like just because of some of the bugaboos and the lack of payoff, I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. But it's gonna be a six out of ten long spiky footballs to the chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever seen that before, so that was pretty cool. That's unique. And that is probably the most unique thing about this movie. Right, um, right. But all the same, like I said, I got a great, uh, I had a great time watching it. And I've watched it, you know, a couple of times now. And I've, I've oh, actually, wow. I've actually enjoyed it like, each time. So, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot worse you could do. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, all right. Well, folks, that, that finally rounds out the, the 10 uh, movies. So, we will soon be uh, recording another one and we'll come at you with something special there or maybe it'll just be a good episode either way all episodes are special 
if right. you ask me. Um, any uh, any final thoughts? Any final thoughts on any current horror movies happening, Fitz, um, like or coming up well, or anything like you that? Guys, if you guys haven't seen them yet, uh, Smile is on um, Amazon Prime now. Um, yes. And uh, Megan is on Peacock. So if you haven't seen any either of those movies, now is your chance to watch them on streaming. Um, and then obviously, uh, you know, Scream fucking six is coming up soon. Um, yeah, man. There's a lot. I'm not, I'm forgetting. You know, no, you're good. That, that that's cool to know that there's a couple of those options on and streaming Smile, now. You know, I'm glad I finally got to watch Smile because I really enjoyed it. Mm, I think I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> Damn right. Well, all right, folks. Uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll leave it on that note. You know, good horror to watch is currently out there. So make sure you you watch it and listen to our podcast as always. Yeah. Well, we'll see you on the next one.